Welcome back to the CNC Choices and Consequences podcast. My name is Connor Foreman, and today we are going to be going over the question, in what ways are people affected by others' decisions? We will go through multiple different interviews on different people of different ages and professions to see in what ways they have been affected by others' decisions. The first story of inconveniences is a story that comes from my grandma, where she speaks about a time where she was treated unfairly due to ignorance. I had asked her to tell me about a time when someone made a decision that affected her. Okay, so I was teaching in Troy High School, and I was teaching a novel called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And in the novel, a man thinks he's being smart and he um, he's going to get arrested for something that is sort of like a prank and he thinks that he'll have an easier time in a mental hospital than he would in a conventional jail. So he um, he claims that he's crazy. And the novel is about his uncovering uh, some serious abuses that are taking place in a mental hospital, and he tries to champion uh, the guys who have some um, mental disabilities, okay, to free themselves from um, this, this hospital and this horrible nurse. So in the novel... There are a couple of places where the language is a little rough. And um, a parent called my supervisor and complained about the language in the book. So the supervisor came into the class and took the books off the kids' desks in the, you know, in the middle of the unit and confiscated them and said that they were not allowed to read those books. So that was her action that she took. Now, she'd never read the book, and she claimed not to know that that's, that I was teaching the book, even though I had to hand in my lesson plans every week, and it was clearly in all of the lesson plans that I had been handing in. But she claimed that she didn't know, and she was going to, um, you know, chastise me or write a letter, you know, of complaint about my teaching that book. So that was that was her actions. The next day, the very next day, there was a reporter from the New York Times in the in the front of the school and wanting to come and talk to me in my classroom about this censorship because apparently another student in the class, his mother was on the Board of Education and she thought that this was horrible, all right, that reading was being censured. And so the principal came to get me and put me in his office and locked the door and said I was forbidden to talk to the reporter from the New York Times. 
The one thing that upsets me about this is the self-centeredness of the principal at school. What I mean by this is that the principal took all the books without reading them based on one complaint. She was most likely trying to conform to the parents, so she didn't uh, complain further or complain to a higher authority, which would make the school look bad. The next clip comes from my sister Megan, where she is continually affected by people making stupid decisions in an attempt to be funny. I asked her about a time when someone made a decision that affected her even when she asked them not to. Anytime someone um, puts a senior quote into the yearbook and they make the choice to do that, and it's a quote that we can't use because it's inappropriate or it's not school appropriate, they've made that choice, but then it directly affects us because that's significantly more work to talk to the person about the quote and say, we can't use this. You need to either pick something else like now or you are not going to have a quote in the yearbook, so it becomes a long process. I learned after that senior quotes are sent through a Google form, which tells the seniors to be school appropriate and respectful of everyone. The document clearly states that you should not be difficult and follow instructions, but Megan still has to track down the people that do this because of their decision, which takes valuable time away from her. I also believe that at this age, seniors should know how to be mature enough to make this school appropriate. I also asked Gavin Bell 40 the same question about a time when someone made a decision that affected him even after he asked them not to. And maybe in, I think sixth grade, I told a couple friends that I didn't want to go walking after school. And they did it, so I joined. And that kind of affected me because like, I didn't really want to go. And it kind of, like, took up most of my day. And, like, I ended up getting in trouble because, like, I wasn't supposed to be walking that day. But I did it anyway because, like, my friends were doing it. But, yeah. The consequence that Gavin received could have been easily avoided by not walking. I guess he may have felt left out from the fun. I thought maybe his friends had peer pressured him into walking, but I learned after that he acted on his own thought. This time, I ask, Josh Gable, can you tell me about a time that someone made a decision that affected you? He tells about a time a friend lied to him, thus getting him in trouble. And uh, I remember there was this one time that we were at the beach with my friends, so I was really young, and we are all jumping around on stuff. And this guy built this really big sand castle, which was like really, really neat. And uh, it's kind of my French folks. He told me he, he talked to the guy, but he hadn't. So we all jumped and knocked it over, and the guy was like really mad at us. Sure. So that wasn't good. I, I like still feel really bad about that. Because Josh had felt so bad that he destroyed someone else's hard work, it probably broke trust with that friend. His friend had said that it was okay to destroy it because consent was given, which is the lie that Josh would not believe now. This shows that the experiences we have when we are younger teach us lessons for when we are adults.